0: The following sermon is by Stephen Tillis, pastor of Emanuel Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina. Please visit us at 2100 Noble Road in Raleigh or on the web at ebcralee.com. And now, here's Pastor Steve. Uh, My friends, I want to thank all of you for coming out this evening, taking a few minutes on your Christmas Eve to join us and to worship our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Who came into the world, was born through the virgin conception, born of this world, lived a perfect and sinless life, and then went to the cross of Calvary to die for our sins. Three days later, He rose again victorious over death, hell, and the grave for our sins that we might have eternal life for those who believe, truly believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to just say to you this evening... Uh, Those of you that are visiting with us, we'd love to have you back with us tomorrow. Uh, There'll be no Sunday school tomorrow morning, just one uh, worship service at 1045. And uh, if you have uh, no other plans, we'd love for you to bring your family, uh, join in worshiping uh, the Lord Jesus Christ with us. Would you bow for a word of prayer as we open His Word together tonight? Our Father, we do come to You, and we thank You for these beautiful songs of the faith. Uh, we still our hearts a little bit this evening, and we, uh, all the shopping, or at least most of the shopping should be done by now. Uh, there might be two or three gentlemen in here that are waiting for this to finish so they can make a midnight run to Walmart. But Lord, uh, most things are going to settle down, and it'll soon be Christmas Day, and we'll be celebrating the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we'll have friends and family and loved ones and lots of food and good time together. And so I pray in these few short minutes tonight that you would help us to reflect upon the birth of the Savior, the reason for the season, the hope that we have. And we will love you and thank you for it is in Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you do not have a Bible with you this evening, in the pew back in front of you is a Bible. And I want to read to you just a couple of verses from the New Testament, the Gospel of Luke chapter number 2. And so if you were to let your Bible fall to the middle and then just keep turning to the right, you'll find these gentlemen there, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, four good guys. We want to talk about the second one here. Luke chapter number 2. Let me read a couple of verses for you. Luke chapter number 2, verse number 19, reads this way, But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them, In her heart, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told to them. You know, I was thinking about uh, earlier this afternoon when I was a kid uh, on Christmas, uh, before Christmas Day came, uh, I'm a little bit of an OCD kind of fella. And so I think I might have told some of you before, usually the day before Christmas, I would go into my room and clean my room. Yeah, oh yeah, I had to get every toy in the right place that because you can't get new toys and have a cluttered room. You know what I mean? And so moms and dads are like, yeah, we want all our children to go home and clean the room tonight. Uh good luck with that happening. But uh that's how I was and, and I just enjoyed Christmas morning. Is there anybody in here tonight that's excited about tomorrow morning? Oh, look at there, we got a few that are you know, of course, all of our children, and you know, all of the adults in here too, you you act all pious. Yes, the children are excited about opening gifts, but you know you like to tear into something just as much as anybody else. <laughs> Somebody said amen. You know, in the text that we have in front of us this evening, you have two groups of people, really just two two folks here, you have these shepherds in verse number 20, and and they kind of represent the, the joy and the celebration that is around Christmas time. They had come and the newborn king was there in the manger and it was just as God said that it would be. And they go away rejoicing and shouting and praising God and giving glory to God in the highest for the provision of the king, the Messiah, who would take away the sins of the world. And certainly there is time for that. Is that not? I mean, we're going to have a rejoicing time. Many of you will be with family tonight and tomorrow, and you will rejoice. You'll praise God. You'll celebrate the fact that you're together. At least you'll celebrate great family for a little while. Someone once told me that the best lights at Christmas time are taillights. I'm not sure that that's completely true, but maybe for some of you. There is a time for great celebration in all of our lives as we think about that time with community, family, and then the celebration of the Lord Jesus. But this evening, I just want to speak to you for a moment about another time, and that is a time of reflection. Because true celebration over the Lord Jesus Christ, true rejoicing and true praising can only come when we have truly reflected upon what has really come and invaded our world and brought to us the redemption that we need. And that is none other than the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. One of the greatest problems with all of the world that we live in, especially in America, is the problem of superficiality. We are and don't need more smart people. We don't need more capable people. We need more deep people who are tired of platitudes and ready to longingly look and learn about the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ and to accept Him as the Lord and Savior of their life and for true believers to reflect and think longingly and deeply about truly what came to this world for us. Look with you, if you will, back at verse number 19. But Mary treasured up all of these things and pondered them in her heart. That phrase there, that she treasured up all of these things and pondered them in her heart, you will find that in Luke chapter 1 and verse number 66, a few verses before this passage, the same phrase is used of people. And then you'll find this this exact same phrase is used again in verse number 51 of Luke chapter number 2, kind of making a beginning and a middle and an end to the entire Christmas story that Mary is the kind of person who treasured up all of these things and pondered on them in her heart. And I want to encourage you this evening as believers, and maybe if you're here tonight and you're not a believer, I want to encourage you to treasure these things up in your heart and to meditate and ponder on them and reflect on them so that you obviously can come to a point in your life of truly celebrating the Lord Jesus Christ. Our celebration over gifts is good, but it is fleeting. Our celebration over family is wonderful, but it comes and it goes. But what we celebrate is that God sent His Son into the world to be born of the Virgin Mary. Let me pause there for a moment and say that if you think that the virgin birth surprises you, be assured that it was a surprise to Mary when the angel came to visit her. She had not known a man. In fact, the orthodox and the biblical teaching is that, yes, you say, well, that doesn't that doesn't make all of the sense in the world, or I can't fully explain that, or my reasoning and logic seems to find a faulting place there. I would say to you that is because it is faith in the miracle of God that God sent forth His Son to be born of the Virgin Mary. He had a human mother, but did not have a human father. And there in the belly... Of the Virgin Mary is the Son of the living God. God Himself. And Mary has been told all of this. And her mind must be spinning. She must be thinking about a thousand different things. But at some point in all of this evening, she slows down in her life enough to treasure all of these things in her heart and to ponder on them. And I I think this evening it would be good for us to have that kind of silent significance where we pause as Mary paused and we truly reflect on who is coming to the world and why He is here. I would say this to you this evening. One thing that Mary reflected on was the fact that God has come into the world in the person of Jesus Christ. That's what Emmanuel means God with us. You're not left alone, you're not out in the cold. No matter what you've experienced in your life and what you've gone through and where you are and where life finds you right now this evening with all of the heartaches and ups and downs of 2016, I want you to know this evening, whether believer or unbeliever, God is with us. He has come into the world and He loves you. In fact, the Bible says that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God with us. God has come to visit us tonight. I would say secondly, not only has God come to visit us, but He has come to be one of us. You see, that's the miracle and the wonder of the virgin birth is that God sends His Son into the world to be both God and man in one person, two natures unmixed. And you say, why could God not have written salvation in the sky? Why could God not have just sent an angel to give us redemption? Because it was not angels, nor was it the sky or creation that sinned against the Son of the living God. But you have sinned, and I have sinned. And fallen short of the glory of God. Every person in here tonight has told a lie. Has been arrogant. Has gossiped. Has loved something other more than you loved God. And because of that, somebody had to die for our sins. Not an alien and not an angel. God sends His Son into the world not only God with us, but God in human form to die in our place. What does the Bible say? He that knew no sin became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Mary is treasuring She is keeping, she is guarding, she is thinking about all of these things in her heart, and she comes to the understanding that God has come to visit the world. And not only that, He has come to be a human, to die for our sins. Mary, did you know? Yes, she did know. Why? Because the angel spoke to her, and she treasured these things in her heart and thought about them deeply. God came into the world and He came in human form. And I would simply say lastly this evening, Mary treasured in her heart the truth that God came into the world to be born as the Christ child, to live and to die so that men and women and boys and girls could put their faith and trust and confidence in Christ alone and have everlasting life. And Mary knew that her son would die for her. What are you treasuring tonight? What's the most significant thing in your heart? What have you spent all of your time thinking and, 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 and mulling over in your mind and treasuring up? Is it a special gift? Is it an Xbox One? Is it a new car? Is it peanut brittle? Turkey, what are you treasuring the most in your mind? I would say to you this evening, what you should be treasuring the most in your mind is the death and the burial and the resurrection of that Christ child who is born in the world for our sins. What are you pondering? The word ponder simply means to meditate, to think on slowly and longingly. It's not too late. In just a moment, we'll light candles together. We'll stand, light these candles together. And in a beautiful and kind of a solemn way, we will sing Silent Night. And we will think about the birth of our Savior. And all of the celebration and all of the fun that is about to come when you get home or tomorrow morning, maybe parents have to put the coffee on because your kids will wake you up at 6 o'clock in the morning and want to open all of the gifts. All of the celebration that awaits for us. Don't let that slip away. Reflect upon what Christ has done for you. Be quiet in your heart. Be still and know that He is God. Have you done that this season? Have you taken just five minutes somewhere to sit alone with God? and to thank Him for sending Christ into the world for you. All of this, and all around the world, for the last 2,000 years, we celebrate this birth, this one, this one person coming into the world for you, for me. I want to encourage you to treasure that in your heart, like Mary, and to think deeply on that. And if you're with us tonight, maybe you're visiting or maybe you've been a member of this church for a long time, but maybe you thought it was just a sentimental or an emotional thing to come tonight. But God's word has been open to you and you listen to these beautiful people sing along with all of us and you listen to the word and you think about Mary pondering and reflecting upon Christ and deep in the recesses and the corridors of your heart, you know that you have never given your life over to Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you that before this night is over, find a quiet spot. Your house may be busy. There may be Christmas music on. But find a quiet place somewhere in your life and call out to God and believe on this Christ child. And He will save you from the inside out. And He will change you. And maybe, just maybe, there are some believers that are visiting with us and some among our own flock here at Emmanuel. And we're all a little guilty that life has been pushing us by down the river. Pause tonight. Let all the other things that are coming tomorrow go to the wayside for a few moments. And bow in reflection a meditation and honor that the god that made all of the universe came into the world and on this night that we celebrate he would come into the world and cry even as babies are crying in here tonight and simultaneously sustain the universe and be held in the arms of Mary for you. Would you bow with me for a moment? In just a moment, I'm going to pray for us. And then we'll... Stand and go into our candle lighting ceremony and sing together. But it's fairly quiet in here just for a moment. Right now, talk with God. I want to encourage every believer right where you are, would you just pause, push things out of your mind, and say, thank you, God, that You gave us Your Son. And if in the recesses of your heart, you truly know that you are an unbelieving person, but you sense that your heart is being squeezed, that God is dealing with you, that you know that you are undeserving. Turn to Him now in your heart. Call on Him in your mind for mercy. Believe that this child in the manger grew up to die for you and rose again to give you eternal life. Let this Christmas Eve be the mark in your life whereby you give your whole life to Him now. Our Father, we thank You for our time together this evening. And I pray for all that are here. I pray that if there's one that does not know You as Lord and Savior, that right now where they are, in the best that they know how, they would give up trusting themselves and they would call out for You and mercy and that You would rescue them by Your Son. And I pray for every believer in here tonight. Would You give us a supernatural calming of our heart? that we may focus on what is truly important. Your Son. And we will thank You for it. In the name of Christ, Amen. You've been listening to Stephen Tillis, pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church in Raleigh. For more information and free access to other messages, please visit us at ebcralay.com.